Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 26. And let's see here. Today we're going to talk about um, Prague, Czech. Czech Republic. I can't believe I haven't talked about this place yet, but um, I was looking back through the old episodes and I don't think I have talked about it. But um, yeah, it's one of the coolest cities in the world. And it's one of those cities where there's kind of like some people you talk to think it's a super like exotic place to visit. And then there's other place, other people you talk to, they think it's like, oh, no big deal. And it's like, you're kind of like, why are you so excited about the place? But anyways, I'm going to talk about that today. And again, this is always coming from like an American point of view. Um, when you travel the world, you don't see a ton of American travel, especially Eastern Europe. You don't see a lot of um, American tourists, but um, and that's what this podcast is about for the most part, as far as what it's, what you can expect when you travel to Eastern and Central Europe. But anyways, uh, so I want to talk about Prague today. Um, and what it is, it's kind of what the travelers anyway, talk about as like the training wheels or like the shallow end of going to Eastern Europe. So most people from America, when they start traveling, they do London, Italy, Spain, France, all the, you know, the Western European countries and all that. And then when they start moving eastward, um, most people don't want to just drop into Russia or Ukraine or anything like that, you know, super Eastern European country. A lot of people say start with um, Prague because Prague is kind of like in the middle. And so you get a little bit of the West and you get a little bit of the East and it's kind of like your introduction into Eastern Europe in Prague. Um, You'll get a good feel of the like Slavic Eastern Europe type feel, but you'll also feel very comfortable like you're as if you're just in Western Europe, like you're in Spain somewhere. Um, And what I would say after being there, being there and in um, Budapest, Hungary, I think if you think of a dividing line between East and West, I think Prague is just on the Western side of the line as far as that Central European, Eastern European feel, but it's still kind of closer to the West than it is to the East. On the other hand, I think Budapest, Hungary is just on the Eastern side, whereas you do feel pretty comfortable as a Westerner, um, but you definitely know that you're kind of in Central Eastern Europe. So that's just kind of like a point of reference. Um, and so that was, and, and that's my, that's my opinion. That's what I felt like when I was in both of those places. When you go to Prague, there's, it's divided up into different areas. I think it's like one, two, three, all the way up to like 10. If you go as a tourist and you want to go and have fun and all that stuff, stay in Prague one. That is like the most liveliest part of Prague. That's on the east part of the river. Yeah, the eastern side of the river. Um, Prague one is where you should stay. I stayed in an Airbnb just off of Wenceslas Square, which is kind of like the Times Square of um, Prague. It's like kind of where every like the hub where all the fun stuff happens. Um, and I had a and it was next to the Palladium Mall, which is a big five six story mall in Prague. Uh, I got an Airbnb right there, so just find that on the map and stay close close to there anywhere. Because when you're there, you can walk to everything. I walked to everything when I was in Prague, um, as far as the sites and all that. So if you're gonna go, stay in Prague one, which is on the east side of the river. 
Um, unfortunately, that's going to be relatively expensive because it is a tourist area and the liveliest area. I mean, sure, if you want to, you know, stay 30, 40 minutes away out in, in zone eight or whatever, Prague eight, you'll be out and you can probably pay half as much, but it's not as easy, I guess, because again, you're being really in Czech Republic, but, but that's your choice. Um, but anyways, if you're going, especially as a solo traveler, um, you want to be where all the life is and Prague one is definitely it. And if you know anything about Prague, check, you'll see that it has like a, like a fairy tale, like feel they, you know, the enchanting city of Prague, the castles and all that stuff. And you definitely get that feeling like it's kind of like a cool, neat city. I always compare it to kind of like a San Francisco as far as like the, the buildings and kind of how it's organized and designed. Um, but that's just the way I felt when I was there in my, the point of reference I made. Um, but it is really, it's a cool city. It's a super cool city. I definitely recommend everybody going there. Um, and again, if you're solo male traveler, you're definitely going to want to know, um, about the girls there. The, the girls, it's interesting because Prague is a big tourist place and you get a good you get a good mix of like tourists and girls from other countries who are there in Prague to work. Um, you'll meet a lot of Ukrainian girls. You'll meet some uh, 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 Croatian girls, the uh, Serbian girls, um, a lot of uh, Polish girls, a lot of people from neighboring countries. And but you also have a good locals mix too. You'll meet a lot of girls who are Czech who are who live there in Prague. Um, I would say probably seventy five percent of the people that I met were Czech and they lived in Prague and all that. So that's kind of cool, as opposed to somewhere like Dubai where nobody is a local and you get you don't really get a feel of how they how what they think and how they are. But nevertheless, but if you're in Prague, you'll definitely meet local people local girls. Um, the two bars that I thought were the best where there's the most girls was the Buddha bar, which is in kind of by the mall. It was kind of near my Airbnb. Um, there's Buddha bars all over the world, but the Buddha bar in, um, Prague was really good. There's girls everywhere, good looking girls everywhere. Um, and then also the place called the dancing house, um, rooftop bar. It's a rooftop lounge that gives you the best view of the city. If you go on my YouTube channel, um, in my Prague video, I definitely have vid uh, uh, video of the rooftop bar. Um, and it overlooks the river. It overlooks the Charles Bridge. It looks it overlooks to the castle. It's a really cool um, lounge up on the roof, and there's girls everywhere, too. Um, it's more of a casual, older crowd, a lot of sitting down on couches, that type of feel, but, um, it's definitely worth going, I mean, checking it out if you're a solo guy for sure. Now, after that, and then also as far as like, if you're going to like talk to girls and stuff, Prague is one of the best cities to talk to girls just during the day. And there's a lot of like pedestrian, not pedestrian streets, but the main street that goes from Wenceslas Square all the way up to the the National Museum. Um, you'll see just girls walking down the street, good-looking girls walking down the street everywhere. And then there's a, another street that goes kind of on the side towards 
Old Town Prague, and that's also a good place to just meet girls during the day. Um, and because there's a lot of shops, a lot of nice shops, and so you'll be you'll be happy. Um, and so then again, when you're not trying to meet girls, then um, the thing there's a lot of things to do, you know, kind of in your downtime. And I think the bet the coolest thing about Prague was the Charles Bridge. Um, it's probably what you see in all the postcards. It's probably if you look up Prague, you'll probably see a picture of Charles Bridge. I mean, you go there, it's just cool to see the actual bridge from a distance. And then it's cool to be on top of the bridge to walk across it. Um, you'll see all the statutes. And then if you have a guide or anything like that, like I had an audio guide, I think maybe from Rick Steves or somebody um, that I was listening to when um, I was on the bridge. And so I did tell you about like all the statutes and what happened on the bridge and all that stuff. So again, that's assuming you don't take a, you know, a real guide where you're walking around with a bunch of people. I always get like the mobile, the mobile um, self-guided tours. You can just get online on a podcast and download them. Um, But anyway, so on the Charles bridge, it tells you kind of what you need to know. Um, Then after the Charles bridge, I think, the next coolest thing is the Old Town Square. That's where you'll see like the astronomical clock. And then there's that there's a building with like two even steeples up there. Um, all that's a big square. That's where uh, you'll see a lot of the tourist things, a lot of the souvenir shops and all that. But it's, it's a cool area. Um, and then you can walk from that Old Town area back to once you a square through like the gates or whatever that used to be the old town entrance from i guess newtown to old town i guess um but the astro- astronomical clock is one of the things that prague is known for so definitely check that out when you go um and then like i already said winchester square is kind of the Times square of prague uh, at night, there's always stuff going on. There's lights everywhere. Um, and then with that said, you also get the Western culture. You get, a, I think there's a Foot Locker there and a H&M and, you know, all your, all the Western stores right there too. So, but anyways, that is like the Times Square, Winchester Square. And then like, and then finally, as I said earlier, the, the, um, the street that goes up to, the National Museum from Winchester Square. It's a straight shot. Um, that's the street that was involved in all the, um, I guess, when the when the Soviets came in, I guess, in the 50s, I guess I was, uh, maybe the 40s, when they had the, when it went to the Iron Curtain and all that. Um, that happened all right there on that street heading up to the National Museum. Another interesting thing about the National Museum is that I think that's in one of the James Bond movies. Um, but if you, there's a lot of pictures of of it. Um, it's kind of cool because you can stand like in the middle of the street and you can look on one way. You can look at the museum, and then on the other way, you can look down the other way toward back towards Winchester Square, and it's on a, like a slope. It's pretty cool. I think I have a picture of that on my website, DarrenStravels.com. But um, it's it's kind of cool just to be there, and then you, there's a bunch of signs and everything where you can read about the what happened there in the '50s and all that, and it's, it's really really cool. Um, so anyway, so check that out too. There's a lot of other places to go that you can go, but those are the five that um, I would definitely check out. And again, if you have more time, you can go off into like the Jewish quarters. Those are cool over there. There's like a 
Rodeo Drive of the of Prague, where there's a bunch of super nice stores, all that. You can definitely check that out. And then, but there's a lot to do in Prague. I mean, you can stay there for a week and have a good time um, as a solo traveler. But if if uh, but as far as like the as far as the girls go, again, they're cute girls. I mean, if you're coming from the West, you'll be very impressed. But they're not as cute as the girls in in Russia or Ukraine or Croatia, um, but you know they're just. It, 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 but it does kind of show you what it's like to go into a bar with more girls and guys, though. That's the one thing. That's one. That's one thing about Eastern Europe in general, from the West, that you're going to be outnumbered um, in a good way by girls to guys in most bars in Eastern Europe. Um, so anyway, so that's all I have to say about Prague Czech. Again, I can't believe that I haven't talked about it yet. Um, but this is, if you have any questions or anything, leave them in the reviews or the comments, or you can just leave a comment on my, you can leave a comment on my YouTube channel. That'd be cool. Um, the, uh, Darren's travels tips.com. That's Darren's travels tips.com. Um, on my YouTube channel. And then as always, I have my blog, which is darrenstravels.com. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.